Okay, Rabbi Kis brought up the, the point of birth control. So I just want to say a few points. So, so for sure, to bring, to have this chus, the merit to bring holy neshamas into the world is a tremendous, tremendous schus. And Akadosh uh, Baruch appreciates that, and all Am Yisrael appreciates that, and it's not a small thing to bring up children. So we are Am Yisrael is tremendously appreciate uh, appreciating uh, for the Nashim Tzitkonius of Am Yisrael that that what they do, what they do for Am Yisrael. So, but if a few times you've got uh, a woman that gives birth one after the other, and they have a few children, very close, uh, very close, to one after the other, and they just feel like they 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 cannot do it, they need a little, they need a break. So, so that is one hatter. A few times a woman feels very overwhelmed emotionally that she feels that she needs to take a little break so that is uh, that is pushed a heterium that should be discussed with a rov with a meiro with a paisik uh, but those are two heterium and that also applies for the husband uh, not physically but emotionally a few times the husband can be very overwhelmed emotionally so that would also that would also be that would also be a reason for heterim um, to have a concern about parnosa. That is the pasht is not a heter, which means we make a chesh like one second. Uh, tuition is this much. I make this much. You make that much. So like, how are we going to afford another child? We want that every child should have their own car and their own bedroom and their own whatever it is. And we want to be able to give them. Etc. Etc. That is those are cheshbonis for Hashem to make about neshamas, where where Hakadosh decides to give neshamas. Never there are people that work so hard to be able to have a child for years and years, and then there are people that that finally have a child after twenty-seven years, after thirty-plus years. Uh, once the woman is already 50 years old, there are so many stories that are mamish moisa nefesh and they put in so much koyach and money and time and effort to have a child. So in Baruch Hashem, some people have the brocha that uh, that it's not a challenge by them. Then some people have challenges that like they have a few children and then suddenly it stops and they cannot have children anymore. So they put in so much effort. So a person who has got the brocha that like it goes easy and they can become expecting, so that is a tremendous bracha, and uh, so we have to leave up to Hashem, and, uh, but physically and emotionally we have to be able to be, to be a parent and to, to be responsible to do the right thing for the child, and for the child and for the children. But a money cheshbon, that like how I wanted that every child I should be able to put him through college, all money cheshbonis of the past is not a hater. A few times because of number situations with money pressure, it can become that it becomes emotionally very, very draining. And, uh, and the parents need a break or one of the parents need a break to build up emotionally. Um, okay, so now, 
who should a person ask a shaila? So if a person has a rov or they ask different shailas to different mayrago, so it is okay if they feel that uh, that like they want to discuss this thing with a different rov, like um, that they heard that that rov is very understanding, understands this, uh, the psychology, the pressure, the emotional, uh, the emotional needs. And the rov that they discuss all the Chaim uh, questions, the Yerodei questions, Kashras, they feel that they want to speak to a different rov. That is not, that is not a problem. That's not called uh, heter shopping. Somebody once called me up, like, I need a heter for X, Y, and Z. That, that's not how you call them with a shayla. Like, uh, you want to find out what Hashem wants from you. But just like, <coughs> just like a shidduch, uh, people go out for dates to see if there is a connection between two people, even though he's gewaldig and she's gewaldig, but uh, we have to have a connection. So too with a therapist and so too with a rov has to be a connection. And so too with, especially with those uh, delicate uh, delicate issues and discussions. So, so that is, <clears throat> that is another point. Another point is that a few times one spouse wants very much um, to, to have the next child. And for the other one, it's hard. Uh, we had the, this coming from the from the man's side, come upon for the man, it's a little bit easier. He doesn't have to deal with it for nine months and, and uh, to go through, like it's a lot is on the wife. So, but he has to be understanding that like if for the wife, it is challenging, so we have to find out what Hashem wants from us. But a few times the wife is very interested to have more children, and the husband is uh, having a hard time. So it's not, we don't have a mitzvah to have children. We have a mitzvah to do Rotz Hashem. To do Rotz Hashem, to be an Eved Hashem, to be a servant of Hashem, to be a loyal servant to Hashem. And to go and find out what does Hashem want from me, and what does He want from us. And if from us he wants something else because us is created by a couple, by two pe- people, two partners. So, so it's not about me and it's not about uh, my spouse. It is about us and what Hashem wants from us to find out what is what's in Hashem. And later, later we hear, we hear from, we hear that a few times people people make decisions, I'm not talking against women, but uh, a case that I heard is that two women went shopping together, and while they were shopping, they were discussing, they were discussing what do you do for birth control, what do you do for birth control, and uh, this is better, and this is easier, etc., etc., and, uh, and uh, that's how they made decisions. That is not just like we don't make decisions about eating a Yom Kippur. Yeah, I think that uh, I can eat a Yom Kippur, I can eat Shiurim, I can do this, I can do that. We don't decide in Kasha's questions that comes up in the kitchen. We don't decide ourselves if we don't know the Aloch as well. So for sure when we're talking about Neshomas, to bringing down Neshomas, uh, to the world, it's not something to decide ourselves, uh, uh, but not with the whole COVID um, with the seriousness, and I was discussing it with the Mayor with a Poisik. 
Another thing that some people uh, make mistakes is that there are different uh, shitters and different ways how to do birth control if there's a hetero. But to use a condom, that is not a possibility. There is a shitter in the poiskim that if one of the sponsors has got Yanamachla, has got Yanamachla, and then it is Mamish Sakonis Nefoshes. So then maybe with certain conditions that can be done, but that for that you need Mamish Gdola Poiskim to deal with that. But usually a condom, that is not that is not the option. So there is um, so there is a couple who had uh, American couple, Choshev uh, couple, like he learned in yeshiva, she learned in seminary, and they had four children at the time, uh, two boys and two girls. So they were in the midst of Purvu, and they came and they had a meeting with Rav Shach, and they said, Rav Shach, like Baruch Hashem, we have got four children, and Baruch Hashem, things are settled and things are nice. Like, can we stop having more children? So Rav Shach told them that uh, that uh, he himself, Rav Shach, was the seventh child, the youngest child for his parents. And uh, and Lemaise, after the war, uh, not the parents and not the six siblings survived. He was the only one who survived. So he said to them, if my parents would have had that question, after four children, I would never have been here. So that was that was an interesting point. Um, there's a couple that uh, had nine children, and one of the children, um, when they became a little bit older, complained to the mother, like, "Mommy, why did you have so many children? It's not it's not so easy, like uh, this and that and this challenge, that challenge." So the mother said, like, I hear what you say, Mamala, but uh, which one should we have left out? Maybe you? <laughs> so that was another thing to think about. And um, and uh, it says in this forum that uh, for Mashiach to come, so all the Nishomers have to be have to be used up, whatever that means, because we all Gilgulim. And uh, so, so who wants to take responsibility that really they are supposed to bring down some more neshamas or another neshama? And we decided, like Hakadosh Baruch is on one side of the table, and I'm on the other side of the table, and I feel like uh, Hashem, I decided differently. Uh, okay, one more thing, and that is that one of the gedolim said. Uh, one of the Gdalim said that uh, that lighter lighter there's so much going on with Targidl Bonim, like uh, with children and Nachas and challenges and Nebuch Nebuch. In Baisashe in Shom, every household is dealing with different things. So he said that imagine if somebody was supposed to have eight children, ten children, twelve children, whatever it is, and they decide to have three children. So the target bonim of the amount of children that they were supposed to have, um, so that w- that would have been that he gets a cold and he gets a uh, ear infection and she gets a uh, toothache and whatever like uh, all the little things of life, but like if you divide the target bonim of all the children that they were supposed to have and you divide it by 
the limited amount of children that they decided to have. So Mamela, now you have to split up the Tzad Gidelbun and instead of 10, 8, whatever amount of children they were supposed to have, and they have to divide it up by the few children that they decided to have. So Mamela, that can create many more challenges. So that's also something to think about. And one more thing. I just want to say that there are different shittas in the Poiskim, Lagaba having children, how many children, uh, the amount of children. We see that uh, a lot of times Hasidim have many more children. And uh, and uh, we see different, different Mahalchim in that. And there are different shittas in the Poiskim, in the Gedolim, in the Astera, Lagaba that. And uh, somebody from America, uh, is from a family of 12, I believe, and uh, the young lady was in the seminary and she was invited. She was invited with her friends, uh, with her friend to a certain family. And um, and uh, so they were talking about the children. So they said, yeah, that uh, we are a family of 12 children. So the father said like, yeah, I remember when we had a small family. So that family has got like nine or close to 20 children. So 12 children was, I remember when we had a small family. Okay, look, the thing is that we have to be and have a and to work on being a good child to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is so good to us. The love that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to Am Yisrael, Habeichem Am Yisrael Ba'avo. We have to have that love back to Hashem and to try to do everything the right way to live a life of Kiddush Hashem Shemayim. To make him happy, to make him proud of his special nation. And we are a special nation and every year is special and every family is special. And it's not an easy question, the question of uh, more children. And, uh, and life is not so easy, it's not so easy, but HaKadosh Baruch appreciates everything that we try and everything that we do. And we should have the Koyches and Siat Yishmaya to bring Baruch Vatzlucha, Kiddush Shemayim. And uh, all the Helig Neshomis will come down, that Hashem will be Zerach HaVakorov to the Gula Shleima. Benis Nigalu, Benis Nasi Benigol. Kaltur Baruch Vatzlucha, bye-bye.